My name is Drew Joyner, and you're listening to the Beyond the Garment podcast, a podcast dedicated to enriching the lives of others by talking about sustainability, art, fashion, and culture. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode as much as we enjoy creating it. On this week's episode of the Beyond the Garment podcast, we have a really awesome guest for you guys this week, someone who I have been, um, I would say, a fan of a fan of from afar, um, someone who supported Edward Joyner, and I can't, I can't thank you enough for supporting, man. But allow me to introduce you guys to this week's guest, Don Green, or Alex is his real name, but his, his Instagram is Don Green, but I'm gonna call him Don. <laughs> uh, man, but how, how are you doing today, man? How, how is, how is life for you? It's good, it's good. Thank you for having me. Um, you know, Life is good. Life is uh, very chill right now. We're just kind of rolling through. I shouldn't say chill because I'm in actually finals right now in school, but yeah, all things considered, pretty good. Where do you where do you go to school at? I go to UMass Amherst. So okay, Western Mass. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Um, let's let's just dive into this first question, Don. Uh, I think you know what what made me want to interview you as uh, as a podcast guest is because I see what you're doing on the customization, the DIY, the cut and sew kind of end of your Instagram. And, you know, I think that you're starting to garner uh, an, a, an attention for yourself on the platform. And I think that, you know, it's um, I'm getting you at the right time. I'm getting your opinions and all your insights and whatnot at the right time before you blow up or maybe you, you don't want to blow up. Maybe you just want to keep creating and having fun. But I think a lot of people are paying attention to you. So um, I just want to kind of talk to you, man, and just get to know you and just learn about you and hopefully provide some value to those who are who are listening in. You know what I'm saying? So, absolutely. So oh, absolutely. Let's dive into the first question, man, which is kind of a get to know you question. You know, what is your background? Where are you from? And, and how was it like for you growing up as a kid? So I was born in the city of Philadelphia, and I was raised just outside in the suburbs uh, in Bucks County. Um, growing up, I did uh, cross country. That was like my sport. So from like second grade to 12th grade, like 10 years, I ran cross country. Wow. Um, and that's actually kind of how I got into fashion. It started with shoes because the only equipment in cross country we had were shoes. Shoes, yep. Um, and, you know, being like in second and third grade, you have like what five dollars to your name, so <laughs> if, if I just, I would just stay online and I would just read everything. Like I used to know every story about like every Jordan that was ever out there, right? Dang, dang. The history, like just learning stuff about shoes is really what got me into it. Um, so like as a kid and even in like middle school and high school, just shoe drops were like my favorite thing. Like I'd never buy anything, but just like following what's up and what's new is like. Uh, big for me. Um, and awesome. I came to school and like kind of just kept the same thing, but transitioned over to clothing because it was less expensive and more feasible and more accessible. Definitely. Especially definitely, definitely, definitely. And, um, you know, it kind of reminds me, I was going to say it reminds me of myself. Like um, I, I talk about this often. I think like sports, especially in American culture, like has a, a, sp- a specific impact on, on kids. Like, for me, I play basketball, and it was the same, like, basketball shoes and, like, wearing different sneakers was, like, always the focus. And so, like, it seems like your sport, like, cross-country, which is obviously, you know, uh, involves, you know, you have to have a good pair of shoes <laughs> to be able to run around. But, um, 
like you being able to, you know, kind of delve into sneaker culture, delve into, you know, this, I guess, lifestyle kind of starts with sports. And I think that's super dope. I think a lot of people actually feel that same way, man. Um, what were what were some shoes you were wearing when you're running when you're running events and stuff like that for cross country? Do you remember, or was it less about the? Was it less about you know the the sneaker or there's there's types of sneakers, right? So like there's sneakers for performance, and then there's sneakers for obviously leisure. Like like were you looking at sneakers for performance and leisure, or just like more the leisure Jordan sneakers or different things like that when you were running? So for racing cross country, I had one pair of spikes. Or sorry, I had two pairs of spikes. One for like the first half of my career, and one when I got to high school, mm-hmm. and that was all I ever used. So for me, and they were the same exact pair, just one size bigger. Yeah, blue Nike spikes, like they were just fantastic. They weighed nothing. <laughs> That's so for awesome. Me, shoes were always like what I wore to practice and what I wore from practice, right? Damn, yeah. You know how like the NBA guys like walk the red carpet to their like locker room, and mm-hmm. it's always their outfit. Of course. Like, Low key, like that's that's what it was to practice. Obviously, no cameras, no no one's looking. Like, walking with like whatever pair of shoes. Um, For sure. I remember one of the first shoes that I like, geeked out over were the um, LeBron tens that were blue and they had the backward swoosh that was like. Yeah, LeBrons blue. were crazy. And I remember those were the ones I was like. That would be it. <laughs> if you got those shoes, it would be over for you. <laughs> That'd be it. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm I'm curious to know, you know, obviously as you've grown up and how old are you right now, by the way? I'm almost 22 years old. Almost 21. 22. So you're 21 years old. So obviously you're coming into your your own as a man. Um, you're getting more into to clothing, into different you know fashion styles, uh, and you started Don Green Productions. Am I correct? Yes, sir. So, I mean, I'm just curious to know, what is Don Green Productions from the creator, and, and why did you decide to create it? Um, I had always, like, drawn, my, like, sneakers that I liked, and I'd always, like, tried to, like, put a twist on it. Um, and then I kind of moved to clothing after a bit in, like, these little books that I have, because clothing was also something that I just, like, enjoyed, but yeah. I never actually made anything when i was younger because right. i never had like the resources or the time or the skills um and yeah i just i made don green productions when quarantine started because now i had time and i had like some like thread and some needles and i had some bleach and i was like i'm a i'm, I'm like a so i'm a science guy yeah. everything i do is very much on the scientific method i like to keep things very i like to know what's going to happen when i do bleach right so during the beginning of quarantine i would basically take pictures and document what happens when you do different like mixtures of bleach with different like fabrics right so i had like so i knew i'm bleaching the shirt it's not going to go to waste if i use this concentration interesting so i just did a bunch of that and that was kind of like the beginning and i wanted to like be able to share this information with people um, but I wasn't a brand, right? And so I'm not like a clothing brand. I'm not a company. Right. And I, I really just felt like I was just producing things. Like, and I didn't want to limit myself to like clothing. I didn't want to limit myself to like videos. I didn't want to limit myself to anything. Right. Because um, I don't know what the future is going to hold. Like, I never thought for a second I'd be doing like cut and sew and like commissioned pieces. Like, yeah, it's incredible. I mean, a year ago, like never would have thought. So mm-hmm. 
it's really just whatever I'm feeling at the moment. Definitely, definitely, definitely. What is like what are your, what are some of your favorite projects that you've done for Don Green Productions? So working with Rocky Clark has been a lot of fun. Definitely. Uh, they sent me the pair of jeans and I'm a huge fan of Double Me. So I think like the Carhartts, the Dickies, uh of course. You know, the Rocky Clarks, I think Double Me gives you a lot of like material to work with. Mm-hmm. And since they're usually really sturdy fabrics, they can take a lot of like wear and tear. So like bleaching and then dyeing and then painting, like these this denim hasn't like changed at all. So yeah, it's like, incredible. Cool. I mean, yeah, <laughs> for those who haven't seen the the, the his Rocky Clark um kind of artistic customization of them. I don't even know what the exactly the terminology of it is, right? But right. yeah, exactly, exactly. Um I mean they came out I love the way they came out. Like you you in you. when you wore them I was just like dang those look fantastic. Literally look fantastic. Um and so I mean when we're talking about this and if you're listening to this like just scroll through scroll through his Instagram. What's your Instagram again? Don is it just Don underscore twice or underscore once? So it's Don three underscores three underscores. Don Green. You can also find it through Don Green Productions. Right, exactly, essentially. So if you're listening, just scroll through and look right now because I think, you know, it just kind of gives you more of a visual of exactly what we're talking about. Obviously, I've looked at it and that's why he's here. But um, but yeah, did I cut you off? I didn't didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're good. No, that's that's definitely my favorite. One of my favorite projects I've I've worked on besides the commission pieces that I did. uh, I got a random DM at like... I don't know. I think it was like 9 p.m. this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just like, I need those patchwork pants. I and that. I was like, I was like, oh, bet. Like, I didn't make any more. Like, they were just like a one-off. Like, <laughs> no, like, I need those pants. Damn. <laughs> how, how much? Do, and I was like, all right, whatever. Like, let's let's do this. Let's do it, yeah. So we, we ran it. And it um, he didn't want to see any pictures of anything. Hmm. Interesting. He just wanted the. He, he was just like ship them when they're done. I don't care. Interesting. I wow. See what you do. And it was honestly really weird to have like full control and someone just be like, "No, like whatever so... you make will be fine." And I was like, "Okay." That's so cool. I mean, and and like as as someone who's creating it, like I bet I bet it was pretty satisfying when he got it. Did he enjoy what you had done or? So they're actually still in the mail as we speak. Oh, wow. Incredible. There's all that suspense. Um, wow. Wow. I wow. Like two weeks ago, USPS kind of uh, messed it up. But. Yeah, USPS has been on, I mean, it can be on the fritz. I know, I know, especially like you live in a pretty big you know, city hub, so it can be a little bit janky. Oh, for sure. Um, but kind of, let's talk a little bit about, you know, how you do what you do, right? Um, I think, I think a lot of people are, or I'm, I know I'm curious to know how you do what you do. I think if, for anyone who wants to kind of get into, you know, cut and sew garments, customizing garments, bleaching, dyeing, those kind of things on a personal level for personal projects, it doesn't even have to be for, you know, trying to sell. You could just make it for yourself essentially. Right. Sure. Um, you know, what, what kind of tools do you use to create some of the things that you create? Like, I, obviously you're pretty meticulous, it seems like, but. So. I, as much as I like make pieces that come off as expensive, everything I use is relatively cheap, right? So I have like the baseline standard size sewing machine, like it's nothing expensive. Mm. Um, You just learn to work with it. I have like the smallest seam ripper in the world, right? (laughs) It was like a dollar. 
And I have, but my most expensive purchase is my speaker. If I don't have my speaker, I can't do good work. Damn, that's crazy, yeah. Um, so that's really it. And when it comes to, like, bleaching, I mean, bleach is 99 cents for, like, a three-gallon thing. So, like, <laughs> you can go to town with that. Um, like, keep it inexpensive because you never know how long you're going to work with one medium, mm-hmm. right? So you don't want to, like, ball out and get, like, 100 Invest. days of bleach. Yeah, true, true. Um, and definitely just... Don't do it on something you love, you know? <laughs> Save that for when you're, like, sure of it. Yeah. If you have, like, a flannel and you're like, I want to do something to this, remember, you only have one flannel. Right, so, exactly, exactly. I mean, I've definitely lost a – I've lost more things than I've posted, right? Mm. It's, I've done more projects than I've been able to share. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the fun part, right? Because what everyone sees is, like, everyone thinks this is everything I do. Mm-hmm. But there's so much that just doesn't go to waste because I actually have a zero waste policy. So everything will get used at some point, whether right. it's for patchwork or what else. But it's not a one and done. It's not like I can just do a project and be like, okay, I'm going to start it and finish it. It's yeah. perfect. Like, yeah, yeah. No, they, get, they get tossed a lot. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think in anything, like uh, when, when you're creating it, it just, there's no way, like, you know, you're not a, a phenom you know what i'm saying like it just doesn't happen it doesn't happen like with one day of practice or anything like that it takes a lot of work and i i mean obviously you probably know that from sports from school all those things you know this doesn't happen overnight um but i'm it's curious so yeah you you don't really use anything crazy expensive that that's awesome i mean it makes it you know accessible for other people obviously do the same thing you just have to put the work in put the time in and you can figure it out right i am a broke college student just like everyone else like i wouldn't like i wouldn't try to run up the bank on anyone and also why i'm going to charge an arm and a leg for shit because i'm like i can't afford that so like how can i expect someone else to Mm -hmm. no doubt no doubt no doubt um kind of segueing i'm I'm really curious to know like you know don don green (laughs) how would you describe you know your personal style right what do you like to wear um i like functionality so I like when everything serves a purpose. I don't need loud clothing. I think I think if you can take a basic garment and elevate it just a little bit, yeah. elevate it just like a little bit, just one aspect of it, mm-hmm. um, it can really make it make a big difference. Whether you're going from like that light cotton to that like heavy cotton that everyone likes, mm-hmm. but no one knows that they like it. Yeah. Or you're taking just like two like simple flannels and just bringing them together because they have a, a, co- a color in common. Yeah. Uh, I think it's all about simplicity and functionality. Definitely. And where does that come from for you? Is that just something that you've always had or? No, actually. So in eighth grade, my English teacher taught me the pin and tuck. So when you like wrap the jean and then you like roll it up twice. Yep. Yep. And I did that until sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. and i was like this is never gonna stop this is the best thing ever six years of doing it or four years of doing it i was like this is incredible yeah yeah and then i don't know what happened i had like this just like awakening where i was like i can wear like looser clothing i can wear comfier clothing and it's not the end of the world right like right. i thought baggy pants were the end of the world end of the world <laughs> yeah yeah I definitely like two years ago you wouldn't catch me dead in this like yeah. never for sure, for sure. Something just something just happened, and I'm pretty happy for it. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I think I think it's really interesting. Um, I think 
we all like have these like transitions and it, I, like it's hard for me to explain too like why why I like this and then all of a sudden they're just I have this feeling that this is okay uh, I don't know if it's maturity or like you don't really you know care about people's opinion as much and you just want to wear what you like kind of thing I know when you're young like you try to you try to fit in, right? Like a lot of times, and I, I know that you know for myself, I probably you probably did too. Like it just happens with everyone. You just you just want to fit in, you know what I mean? And so like as you grow up, like you start to feel a little bit more confident in yourself, and you kind of explore. So that's super dope, super super dope. Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. I mean, you have to you have to take some time to not you have to figure out what you don't like as much as what you do like, right? Yeah. And that takes time. So I think that's important. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, Don, there's there's two more questions I want to ask. You know, this this podcast is short and sweet for today, and, and I appreciate your time. Um, the the first question is is really value driven. Um, you know, for someone who's listening who wants to get more into DIY, wants to get more into cut and sew, or learn how to just deal with fabrics. You know, what is one piece of advice that you give to someone who wants to, you know, bleach, dye, or reconstruct garments? Well. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you a tip I learned over quarantine. Um, me and my dad, we're actually doing woodworks, so and nothing to do with fashion. This has this has this has everything to do with fashion. Um, I was making coffee tables, mm-hmm. and my dad said, "Cut, measure twice, cut once." Hmm. He said, "He said whatever you do, you're gonna measure twice and you're gonna cut, cut once. once." I love that. And you know, it seemed insignificant at the time, and. I thought it only applied to woodwork and I get up to school and I'm starting to work with the sewing machine and I'm, and I'm, I'm messing up and I'm really messing up and I'm only cutting, I'm, I'm measuring once and I'm cutting and I end up cutting like three, four times. <laughs> right, right. I take a step back and I go, all right, I'm going to measure twice. I'm going to cut once. And ever since I did that, the work became cleaner. The work became faster. It looked more professional. Um, so if Whatever you do, check your work twice. That's I love all I it. Gotta say. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. That's 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 poetic justice right there. You learned your lesson, it seems like. And uh, I mean, we all can take from his mistakes of trying to do things quickly or maybe you know without the level of care it needs, and and apply it to whatever we want to do, man. But um, thank you, thank you so much, Don Green, Alex. It was a pleasure having you, you know, as as a guest on the podcast. Um, the last question is just a simple, you know plug plug question which is where can people find out more about you where can people find more about what you do for sure um well first off thank you for having me i greatly appreciate it absolutely Um, i love the podcast i love the work you're doing with the brand and the uh personal account it all looks great thank you um people can find out more about me at uh at don three underscores green on instagram and dongreenproductions.com to check out my work and the gallery there Sweet, man. I'll make sure to have all of that linked below. It was a pleasure getting to meet you, man. It was, I'm glad I got a chance to meet you after. Uh, yeah, this was awesome. Yeah, I definitely, definitely want to come out to um, to Philly. You know, I've never been, so that would be a, a, a dope experience to meet you and some other people from Philly that I've had a chance to talk to as well. So there's y'all, y'all are strong out there. <laughs> so uh, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Beyond the Garment podcast. We hope you gained some value from it. Wherever you are in the world, have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you next time.